0: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to uh, episode three of School Didn't Teach You. Uh, today we, uh, the title is Why We Chose Degree Apprenticeships to Kickstart Our Career. I'm Louis. Hi and I'm Shane and yes just like what Louis said
1: we're talking about why we chose degree apprenticeships over the more conventional route of going to university. So typically um, we're taught to go to school get our GCSEs, then get our A-levels and then the next step for the majority of us is we're primed to then go to university. But in this podcast today we wanted to let you know that actually there are different alternatives than just going to university alone. Um, So yeah that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about today. Um, Louis to start off this podcast so why did you choose a degree apprenticeship over university?
0: oh bit of a loaded question um i mean like there's the conventional routes right there's like you you do your GCSEs, you do your a-levels um and then you 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 then go to uni and you get a graduate job and develop your career that way which cool it works for a lot of people that just wasn't going to cut the mustard for me I, I didn't want to uh what's the word i didn't want to go spend four years at uni or three years if i didn't do a sandwich year and then be like Oh, what career do I want to do? What kind of job? I've got like no real experience. It's just I've got knowledge, right? Well, how do I apply this knowledge? Um, and then in what was it twenty fifteen um, that government initiatives come out. I was like, hey, look, how do we bridge the gap between um, degrees, like, and apprenticeships? Because prior to that, it was very, very two different, like, two different channels, right, so to speak. Um, and it was like, how can we, how can we bridge the gap and um I thought oh this sounds like a sounds like a bit of me that you get the best of both worlds you get the hands-on experience but you're also getting the knowledge you would get if you went to further education like you got a degree for example um I think that was like the main reasons for me I mean what about you mate like what 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 kind of tickled your fancy to make you go down that route
1: yeah definitely so for me um a bit of a kind of personal kind of story for me is I went to quite a I would say probably like a privileged kind of sixth form um and i didn't necessarily fit in too well there um but it's a sixth form i went to nonetheless um but it's like we finished the first year and then after next year um the school was kind of priming us all to go to university like helping us with our personal statements and it just kind of felt like the tried and kind of tested route to go but like I liked the idea of going to university in the sense of going to live out meeting new people going out drinking and all of that kind of stuff but the idea of actually like learning something and stuff like that was obviously it it kind of stuck to me but i felt like the only reason i was ever considering going to university was just for the kind of drinking sort of uni culture okay. um, and at that point i kind of decided actually like i could get that But then I would also be in 50K worth of debt. And like (laughs) at that point, I was like, like, it just doesn't feel worth it. So that's where I kind of took things into my own hands. And I was like, right, like I've decided that actually I do want a degree, but I don't want to pay for it. So what can I do to try and make that work sort of thing? And I told everyone at the school at the time, this is what I'm looking to do. Is there kind of any support I can get? But... If you're not, if you're someone at school that was not looking to go to university, you were kind of looked down upon as if, oh, you're a bit of a failure, we're not going to support you. So there was absolutely zero support. But I'd made the decision that I did not want to be in debt. So I looked and scoured the internet for any kind of opportunities. And I come across the kind of term, a degree apprenticeship. And I was like, this sounds amazing. Like you get money, you get a degree, like this is what I want um and i found a plethora of different opportunities out there um the first one i was going to do was quantitative surveying and the company had agreed that um they'll put me into university and i'd learn to be a quantitative surveyor and i loved the idea and i went back and told school and they're like we think you should just probably go to university um but it just didn't feel right to me um in the end i applied for loads and loads of different opportunities and i found one that kind of stuck out to me um and yeah, pretty much that's why I kind of did it. I like I wanted a degree. I, I, I saw there was an importance to kind of having a degree, um, but I didn't like the idea of having to pay for it. And I did want to start getting into work, start earning a bit of money. And yeah, that's pretty much why I did it. Again, there was no support. It was all kind of off your own back, um, which was definitely the hard bit for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, like when we first, when we did it, when we first started like 2015 it it was a new thing so i understand why uh like my school had no clue of it and when i mentioned it i was like are you sure this isn't a scam <laughs> um like it, it it was it was new um like the whole point about what you said about that your print, like apprenticeships there was there was no support for that either like the school was like we can like put you onto some places like to go look for things but it's mainly your own thing but we can help you with degree like we can help you like for like make sure you get like UCAS credits and whatever else to get into university but if you're leaving GCSE and you don't want to go to A-levels yeah it's not much we can do for you that's all of you. new um which I mean we're we're a few years into our career now so maybe some stuff's changed but I feel like it's probably still the same the same sort of approach um the, the cost like you said that I think that was that's one thing that I forgot to mention is a very very key thing like if you go to university you have to get a student loan I mean unless you've got funds to pay for it or someone that can pay for it or you're very uh, you'll be working at the same time and you've got means to do so um, nine times out of ten you'll be leaving with like 40 50 60k of debt depending on like where you go and all that sort of stuff which is quite bonkers, if you ask me. Um, I mean, we 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 started saying about a degree of apprenticeship. I mean, I don't think we've quite covered like, what that entails. If you know what I mean, like uh, mm-hmm. I don't think we've quite said, "Hey, look, this is it in a nutshell." Um, so, my my two cents of, I'll, I'll give my two cents, and then I'll let Shane say what his two cents is of a degree apprenticeship because I think they slightly differ depending on like the actual person. But for me, it It was and it still is the ability to to learn and get that experience Uh, like the hands-on experience like it doesn't physically have to be with your hands but I mean you're actually in an environment um, that is classed as like enterprise so to speak Um, but you're also doing the same thing of studying so like getting that knowledge as if you was to go to university but also be paying being paid to be there so both sides so both being paid to be at work, but also being paid to be at uni. Um, I mean, that that's kind of what I think a degree apprenticeship is. I mean, what, what would you add or maybe yeah. remove from that, mate?
1: Um, no, I think you're exactly right. So for me particularly, it was study one day a week at university and then four days a week within my chosen career. So as an apprentice, you can essentially go anywhere um, that you want my particular route was to go down the tech industry so I was working four days a week nine to five um, with a bit of flex because in the tech world we've got kind of agile working patterns and stuff like that which is cool um, so yeah that's four days a week on the job training and you're getting paid and um, my I wasn't for me personally as well I wasn't paid like an apprentice apprenticeship salary I was paid like a full salary at the same as someone else that was working in that job, working five days a week, which was amazing. Um, but obviously, just to sort of want to caveat that, um, if you do pick an apprentice, sometimes you do get sort of a, a slightly smaller salary. But at the, at the same time, you're also getting that experience, which you don't get if you go to university. So, yeah, you got the four days there and then you study at university. For me in particular, I went to an actual uni, uh, travelled there and it was great. So I felt like I did get that kind of uni experience um but yeah um in some different courses um you either go to a uni or there's like a learning provider but at the end of it you get a degree and that degree is absolutely free you don't have to pay anything for it um and yeah that's essentially what a degree apprenticeship is
0: uh at th- the last point you just said it's not that it's not free because it is free it depends on who you who you, like the company that you're with because obviously they they pay part of it and the government pays the other part of the degree so the provider so the company you go with they may say like look if you leave within like a year you might have to pay us some money back so just be wary of that it's not like hey look you can leave after the day you've graduated and walk away um but again that's like everything right i mean if you went for just a degree itself and you was paying your student loan you the student loan company wouldn't be like hey look by the way you asked this much they'll wait until you've got a job and i don't know what it is what is it like 18k or 20k or something you have to earn before they they like pop up and be like hey look you need to start paying us money back um
1: yeah um and i I think that i i wanted to just kind of mention my own personal experience right because i know sometimes when you're making a decision whether to go to university or go get an apprenticeship um it's, it, it's, it's a difficult decision to make so if you do hear some more kind of personal stories it might kind of help you in your decision making. I do want to obviously note that obviously this is my experience um, it's not going to be the same across the board so when you are looking to go down a particular route make sure it's right for you because in some cases going to university is the right option if you are going to go into the more kind of lawyer sort of kind of field or or a career that requires you to have a degree. Um, But that's worth mentioning now as well, actually, there are some degree apprenticeships that are more kind of tailored to that as well. So it's definitely your own decision and finding those right opportunities. But for me personally, I had the best time of my life when I (laughs) chose a degree apprenticeship because I was living that VIP life. (laughs) So um, yeah, I was working four days a week um, in central London, which was amazing. I built up an amazing network Um, of people Um, I was learning loads and loads of different skills that have really advanced me so if I just went to university I would have come out with a degree which is great but like there's certain things like how do you operate in sort of like a company or a startup or a corporate environment sort of thing and that's what you kind of learn when you do a degree apprentice so if I just rolled off to a degree I'd be like, uh, what's Outlook and how do you write an email? So it's then basic things that you may not know when you just go to university is something that you can really sort of build up when you go onto a degree apprenticeship because you're essentially part of the workforce. You have to do the same things. You have to attend the same meetings. You have to be present. You have to be basically paying your part. Um, So there's there's that side of it. And then there was the whole going to university. So I worked in London. But my university was in Manchester, which was great for me. Um when I applied for the degree, I thought I would essentially have to pay for everything myself, which was fine because like my salary was amazing. Um I couldn't complain about that. In fact it was more than my teachers, um at my sixth form. So it was like, hang on a minute, I've literally left and day one I'm on I'm like on the same kind of pay as you. So that's another perk there for me. But again, like it depends on obviously the scheme and stuff that you find um so I went to university um and honestly I was paid to go to university so I had my travel funded for I had my food funded for I had my accommodation so I was living the high life like I was in and out of different hotels um so I I essentially had that uni experience um and then when I went into um, obviously on the day, I'm thinking to myself, I'm looking around all of these people, right? And they're pay- they're going to be in fifty k worth of debt, and for me to be stood in this university right now, I'm being paid to be here. Uh, it was just it was just like an insane kind of experience, like all of my books, equipment, like all of the technology, like I got a MacBook and stuff, and nothing I didn't end up paying for anything, and like it was just amazing. So even though I didn't get that university experience in terms of the kind of drinking culture and all of that, I was able to kind of replicate that because um, I was on a course with loads of different like-minded people and we kind of all got together. We all kind of were in the same kind of positions where we had hotels. So we were able to kind of go out the night before. So we still got that element of like enjoying university, but it was just for this sort of combined one or two days sort of thing. So again, like I look back at like, experience and it was it was some of the best times of my life just being able to kind of get work sort of full time but also get that kind of um that time to myself to go to university make some new friends um and then obviously work towards my degree um and again i think when you are doing a degree apprenticeship the whole kind of learning element comes a lot more easier um because obviously you're working day to day when you're then having to write your assignments and things like that, it's a lot more easier because um, you're, you're more kind of primed to it. So things like uh, assignments and stuff will, will, will like, obviously it changes from person to person, but I found them quite easy because they relate to what you're working towards. So that's another thing with the degree, degree apprenticeship, your, your degrees kind of associated to what you're working towards at work sort of thing. So even just having support systems in work and when you've got a particular assignment saying, Oh, I'm a bit stuck on this, that you've actually got a network of people at work that can support you there. Whereas at university it's kind of all off your own back. Um, but yeah, that was my experience. Um, we it, it is worth mentioning, um, we were the guinea pigs. Um, so we were the first people, I think, ever to go for a degree apprenticeship. So um my experience would be maybe a little bit different to the experience right now. um. But yeah, Louis, um, how about you? Ha- um, Have you got anything to add there?
0: Um, Yeah, I was I was going to touch upon the Guinea pig part, like like 2015 October, 2015 when we started was like when it was like, this is when it actually starts. So there was like a lot of kinks to work out and whatnot like that. But I mean, me and Shane were on the, the same degree apprenticeship, worked for the same company, um, I had basically the, the the same similar experience, just in a different area of the company that we worked in. Um, and like if you go to uni and you learn all this knowledge, for example, like say you just go to uni and you learn all this knowledge, like hey, look, I can, I, I'm I'm a tech head, I'm I'm a software developer by nature, so for me it's like all about coding and uh, ones and zeros, so to speak. Um, so for me, like say I'm loving like Java, like a so coding language. I'm like okay cool this is cool i know this language like i know how to do this and how to do that but then going to work like for the other four days a week and then actually using what i've learned then and then actually implementing it into enterprise systems that would eventually get to deployed to production that there would be um customers interacting with it, like in some sort of shape or manner like you get that reinforcement knowledge which I feel like you wouldn't get if you went to just a degree, like that you could have that option where if you went for like a sandwich year, um you, you take a year out and you go work for a company and you apply what you know, but it's kind of like you know those um what's the what's the at the arcade, what's the machine where like you get the claw and it comes down, you have to like pick up a teddy bear and it's rigged so only like one. And a half. Is it just called a claw machine? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Okay. Sure it's, it's called a claw machine. Uh so it's like a claw machine, you're like the teddy bear, except like the company's got you, they've dropped you down the bottom, and it's like now you now you gotta walk away and like do what you've got to do. It's like, here you go, push you in a deep end. Here's the lava around you, just don't touch it. <laughs> Whereas with the degree apprenticeship, I think for like both of us, and I think I don't know, I think there's probably like thousands of people that have been on the degree apprenticeships in the last like six or seven years or so now. Well, you know, six years ago, um, they have that knowledge from acad- academic side, so like textbook all your lecturers um and all those telling you like this is what you do this is how you do that or whatever and then your assignments but then having that real world experience to apply it to like that is the 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 fundamental point that if we if i was trying to get one point across to you listen to this about like what a degree apprenticeship like what's this about or what like if this is something that i could possibly choose or like even if it's not for you maybe like maybe it's for your kids maybe it's for people that you know like friends or whatever like having that reinforcement knowledge like that bit is the the priceless part like like imagine like even if the salary wasn't that good and all the other benefits and whatnot like being able to expedite my career by applying it at the same time invaluable in my opinion um definitely and like
1: i think it's worth mentioning as well so if we compare the two as in going to university getting a degree and then the degree apprenticeship at the end of the degree apprenticeship you have got a qualification for your apprenticeship you would have had a degree mm. um, and you would have had depending on how long the course lasts you would have had four or five years experience in your chosen desired workplace so when it comes to oh maybe I want to try out a new company if you think at your CV you've got a degree, you've got an apprenticeship qualification, and you've got four or five years experience in the particular industry you wanna be in. Whereas if you go to university, um, you'll come out with the degree, which is great, and you'll have a a strong network of people, um, but your CV, unless you would have taken up opportunities at university and work experience and placement and sandwich sort of years and stuff like that, your CV in terms of that experience would be lacking compared to someone that's done a degree apprenticeship if that makes sense
0: yeah i mean like i wouldn't say it's a hindrance but like i've moved jobs a few times since uh the job i started with when i did the degree, degree apprenticeship and they do ask them, like oh the times seem to like overlap a little bit like are you sure you got that right i think i think i had one job that I was like are you sure you got that right and i was like yeah 200 they got that right i was like i can explain to you why and they were like, Yeah, please do. So I told them I said it was a degree apprenticeship and I was like like they had no clue what that was. And they was like, Wait, you studied for a degree and you worked for these many years, like applying it, like actually like proper work work, not just like, oh we pay him and say he's an employee, but like proper work. I was like, Yeah. They was like, Wow. I was like, Where was that when I was when I was younger sort of thing? Um like like there's there's nothing I can think of that was a bad thing for doing doing a degree apprenticeship like for example like if i was was weighing it up now like if you was to choose a degree like i wouldn't do it because of how much it would cost like granted it might be a lifetime experience but to have like 60k debt over my head i'd rather go buy a house and have 200k debt in my head but i have somewhere to live whereas when you've got a degree you've got the knowledge and you've got some experiences like personal experiences but where's well it's not that it's not going to kickstart your career it will you just then have to kind of apply it to an enterprise side of things um but with with the like the explanation to the company like hey look this is what i've done and like none of them have been like questioned it after they just say hey look at the time frame but the rest of them like that's awesome like i can't believe that that exists now like it's a good thing um to that point you mentioned obviously the
1: financials um and it's it's definitely worth touching on that so if you think hmm. about it At the point of finishing your degree apprenticeship, you're in zero debt unless you're really bad with your money and you've just spent (laughs) hello. But in the ideal sense, is you've worked five years, you're getting a decent salary. Maybe you've had a few promotions in that time as well, that you'd have actually savings in your savings account. Mm. So, but when you go to university, you will be say 50,000 pounds into debt. So, the difference between someone who went to university and someone who'd done a degree apprenticeship is the difference between 50 grand plus. Um, so there's that financial aspect to it. Um, and there's another thing that I wanted to talk about as well. Um, it's being around different networks of people. Um, you, we all know that saying um, you are the sum of the people you spend your time with. So say for instance, if there's five, five of your friends were all into gaming, more than likely you'll be the sixth member of that, of your group playing games that's the same um within sort of the working world um so i've had a lot of incredible opportunities um in the placements i've been in and i've been able to work with some very talented people in terms of um storytellers and um, people that have sh- share ideas and been able to present them out to different people um i've been around um people that are experts in marketing that experts in software development or project management and because I've spent so much time with those people I've been able to pick up some of those habits myself so like the fact that I can even talk on a podcast is because I surround myself with the right people and the people that push me to do more and it kind of brings me back to that point of when you're making the decision to go whether it's university apprenticeship or to get a job and it's the teachers that you're with and um, the teachers will only inspire you um, through their own lived experiences so as a teacher you would have studied you would have gone to university to get your degree and then you get your teacher's qualification and then you go on to university so if you've spent the last 10 years with your teachers your inspiration is to go and do what they did sort of thing but they will never be able to inspire you to do the things that you genuinely may want to do say for instance if you spoke to a teacher about different roles in the world they wouldn't know what a ux designer is or a ui designer or a software developer they couldn't tell you about project managers and all of this kind of stuff they only know what they know and that is very academic in terms of okay you can study geography and maybe you can go on to teach Geography. there's no real world applications for the subjects so there's a kind of a mismatch in alignment so what a degree apprenticeship does is it kind of bridges that gap okay you're interested in tech you maybe want to design some websites so you can go and do a ui ux sort of um qualification um whereas there's a big kind of mismatch and i think that comes down to positive role models um and when you're in school looking to go to university your role models are the people that have gone to university to then become teachers Um, but I think that's why I don't know about you Louis but we did have kind of career events come into our school where it would be people in industry and they were the people that inspired me the most so if I think about it it was those kind of career fairs where we went to go meet people that i've I've never necessarily had the opportunity to meet before and they were doing different roles and different jobs that i'd not heard of and that kind of intrigued me to the point of okay maybe there's something more than just going to university and what more can i kind of do
0: yeah no i, I do remember those career fairs and like it was so ironic right it was like you talk to them like okay so how do i get to um say i don't know say one of like say for example my career like becoming a software engineer say some company a big tech company come in and was like hey look these are the careers this is what we kind of get out to each day this is what we do and all that sort of stuff right how do you we say to them like how do you get into that what is the uh like the pathway into that career like how do i get there and like nine times i ten, is like oh you need to get a degree it's like right so you're telling me like the only way i can get into this is three or four years at university and then you might take me on like yeah we we uh <laughs> we, we we might take it on but like, the degree of apprenticeship kind of like <sighs> I, th- I wouldn't want to say it yeah, like solidifies you because it doesn't it doesn't in any any means like depends on who you are as a person like how much effort you put in all that sort of stuff um but like for me i've taken every opportunity i have i've been given by the by the horns and i've literally like i've excelled very far in like a very short career time frame that like it, get, it gets to the point where like I'm talking to people and they're like how old are you and I like I say I say my age and they're like wow really like you're like that young and like you're you're telling me what to do sort of thing um and I think I think that's bonkers in itself so obviously it depends on you as a person and whatnot but it's 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 not that we're saying degrees themselves isn't worth it um, like in our our experiences, and from those that we've spoken to, like the ones that have done it with us, the ones that I've spoken to, quite a few people that have done degree apprenticeships, like in years post us, sort of speak, and like most of them are like, this is awesome, this is great. I mean, like, there is a couple that it isn't for, and I think that's because they can't shift between um like university one or two days and then working for like two or three days but i think that's because I know they not kind of they can't multitask like it just doesn't work for them um but it is definitely something that i feel um if it isn't being um explored and just, actually no, you know what let me let me step back a bit let me wheel it up um it one of the things that i feel the education system right now lacks is these discussions about your career opportunities like there's no when i was when i was there in school and I, I think it's still the case now um they don't tell you like what your options are it's like are you, you can go do an apprenticeship all right you can go to college all right you can go to university but it's like but what does that mean like they don't really have the discussion is hey, hey look you go to uni cool it's not cheap you do this you kind of do this and then from this you do that and then they say they don't have that sort of stuff and i feel like that's something that that needs to be invested in and if that comes into play then quite possibly you wouldn't have to listen to a podcast between like me and shane telling you like our experiences with degree apprenticeship because it should be something that's fundamentally taught right um and I, um, go on louis you you mentioned the
1: education system and it's it, it's kind of um made me think of this point that i wanted to uh, get across that actually i <laughs> do you feel like the education system today is outdated um mm. in terms of that whole alignment to different careers and jobs and stuff like that and i think it's a real shame as well because i think inadvertently what school does is it kind of ruins like our um so do you know when we're we're kids and stuff and we're super curious and we want to learn everything sort of thing we want to learn why that works or why that happens sort of thing. And then it's like we're put through school for, say, 15, 16 years and it destroys our love for learning. um, And that's a real shame, really, because learning should be like an integral part of our everyday lives. um, But it's almost like when we finish school, we get to see 16 or we finish our university and we're like, I'm so done with learning sort of thing. And then that's where people don't feel... Um, like they're good enough to go so I know a lot of people that have gone to university got their degrees but have still stayed in sort of the same jobs that they were working when they were at sixth form and stuff it's because it it feels daunting to them that they're not ready to go out to some of these jobs that require a lot more from them it's because Mm. they've not had that kind of experience to do so Um, so they then just go back to the jobs that they ended up working in when they were working in sixth form because that's what they know sort of thing so i think it there's a real shame with the edge system education system destroying people's love for learning um because i think back to myself like um i was quite good at school but um there was one particular sort of subject that i wasn't a big fan of and it was english but i look back and it was maybe the teachers that were kind of teaching it in a certain way while i lost so much interest and i told myself i hate english And it was like the moment I finished school, it was like, I never want to do anything English related. I'm never going to read a book and stuff like that. But it's a real shame now because it was only a few years ago that I rediscovered books. And I was like, actually, books are kind of interesting. They've got like a lot of information on that's worth reading and knowing about. But it's because I had that experience at school where I was like, you know, what? I'm so done with English. that I made that conscious decision to be like never reading a book, never doing anything English related. But now, like, since obviously taking it into my own hands, I've actually realised, like, it's not the subject, it was just the way it's been taught. And I think that's, like, across the board with the educational system is it destroys our love of learning. Um, Because, like I said, like, if you think back as a kid, like, we all loved learning. We were all so curious. And then it's like we go through this system and it's called a system for a reason. And at the end of it, we're sick of it and we just want... I don't know. It makes us feel a bit smaller than who we actually are, and I think that could be an issue when you, I don't know, finish straight from sort of sixth form or high school, and even some cases university. Is that like you're just sick of learning, and you accept a job just because um, it's easy, and you don't have to go on to do any further learning?
0: Yeah, actually, actually, that's a that's a really good point. I mean, like the education system, like you said, it's a system, school system for a reason, is like it doesn't teach you how to learn like you learn but you don't learn how to learn and it's not because um it, it's not that it's their responsibility to teach you how to learn like you should take that responsibility personally to be like how do i learn best do i learn visually is it verbally um do i listen is it i write it down three times over and i now know that sort of thing but you have to take that into your hands like it's a shared responsibility but on in an as like a a general concept like the education system doesn't teach you how to go how to learn and like you said it it churns and pumps out information into you that you have to then recite in a test like cool i can do a physics test and i can recite uh newton's free laws or uh but what 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 <laughs> what does that actually mean that means i can recite them but how would i apply that like if i was to become uh like a an engineer or actually study physics or like move into that sort of world outside of school or university and i was actually taking it on as a career like i would need to apply those those laws right um but they don't teach you how to apply it they just teach you how to work out uh, uh what's it like a a, a, a ma- not a magical a um a simulated situation and a test to say like what's the answer but not how would you go about getting the answer and i think you can apply that to most of these most of these episodes that we'll talk about is like it's not how it's failing. Like it technically is failing, but it's technically not because you can't cater for everyone. But it is ultimately failing because people are, like you said, Jane. They're leaving school. They're leaving university, not feeling like they could just like. It's not conquering the world, but like if you have confidence in you to feel like, hey, look, I'm gonna go apply for that job because I meet the job spec. I can do all those things. Like I know I can do that. Let me go get it um it is it is slightly disheartening but Mm. that's what we're here for We're, we're here to to spread the knowledge and um maybe shed some light and shed some understanding to those people that maybe aren't getting that information elsewhere and i think the fact that you guys are here listening to the
1: podcast that that's a big step in itself because you're actually identified actually maybe there's something more out there for me and i've got to go and find that um, and I think a degree apprenticeship, it definitely gives you that confidence um, in yourself and in your own abilities. So, if you would have just left university, you may have not felt confident enough to apply for that um, job. But where you're around sort of talented individuals in the workplace, over the consistently day by day, you're learning and learning, you kind of gain that confidence for yourself. Um, I also wanted to talk about the power of the internet so you are here today listening to our podcast and hopefully it's touched um or inspired you in some sense but the internet is out there um if you if if you're struggling about what job you want um there's different sort of surveys and stuff to kind of work out what you're interested in i remember when i finished um sort of sixth form, i was like I want to do something, but I don't know what it is. And I, I think I was getting a trim at the time. My barber was like, oh, you should do this. And I was like, uh, I'm not too sure. And he was like, well, check out the internet. Maybe like you can find something. And there was like this survey that you you fill out. It's like, what are you interested in? And, and then at the end of it, it pumped out like loads of different job opportunities. And it was like, I've never actually seen any of these jobs before. But the internet today, it's like the University of Google, the University of um, YouTube. There's a lot of resources out there. Um, so just in the tech um, sort of space at the moment, there's sort of, there's growing fields in cybersecurity. We've got cloud computing. We've got software developers. There's so many different nuances to the jobs that you can be looking for. Um, so if it is something that's particularly um, piqued your interest, because it may be a bit daunting when you're applying for a degree apprenticeship, you're like, oh, I, I don't know if I want to be a software engineer. Could that be interesting? Um, but if, just Google it and you'll find out a lot more about it. Um there's so many different uh, free resources out there in terms of courses and stuff. And um, so obviously this isn't the kind of solution. But um, in so this is a biasness, again, in the kind of tech spaces, what the tech industry is looking for. It's more kind of experience. Obviously, it doesn't frown upon a degree. A degree is great, but they're looking for real world experience. So if you say, for instance, you are interested in cloud computing, for instance, um you can just Google cloud computing qualifications and there is a plethora of different resources out there that you can sort of study towards. Not to say that's your only option, you're going to do this course and get the job, but it's definitely a start in your career. It'll get you to understand the things you do enjoy and the things you don't. Um, so again, like are people fail to kind of see the value that the internet brings today. Like there are some YouTube courses that are just as good as sort of university obviously not the qualification you get at the end of it but in terms of the learning potential that internet brings it's massive
0: yeah no that that is that is a key point um but but not even just like trying to get a foot of like whether you understand it or not like there's a lot of people out there that like openly like discuss their careers like you can find like a lot of um you can find a lot of like blogs and stuff like that on youtube of like people doing like a day in the life of so say like software engineers or whatever the the career might be there's 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 a whole bunch of um like those sorts of things that you can see and you would be like hey look we for example say like a software engineer you might have like stand up so you might discuss with the rest of the team like what you're working on that day and then like some coding and then like they might go through like certain rituals that they'd have over and over again sort of thing so like even that in itself is like key for you to go to go look at i mean granted this like we aren't just pinning this podcast to people that are like trying to develop their career because like there could be like parents listening to this that they might say to their their children who are like almost coming up to um almost coming up to like leaving school and be like hey look i heard about these degree apprenticeships like these two guys were giving us like telling me their experience and uh, i really think you should go check this out sort of thing um Mm, definitely um and it's uh, again worth mentioning sometimes again
1: it can be daunting when you do apply for a particular degree apprenticeship you're like ah is is that it now am i choosing the particular path that i want to go down but in most cases once you're actually there um you'll be working with real people and they obviously want to focus on what's best for you so say for instance if you did um go down a particular course but you wasn't quite interested but um there is another local team within the sort of team that you're in, that you are interested in. Like just by saying, actually, I'm, I'm a little bit more interested in this. Can we, um, can we focus my learning path on learning this particular thing as over this particular thing? So it's definitely not set. So from my personal experience, and I maybe I'm not a very decisive person or maybe I've got commitment issues or whatever, but i went into my degree apprenticeship initially um i went down the software engineering route and i was like ah maybe it's not for me so i then went and looked into a bit more kind of supplier management dealing with um different suppliers and i was like oh, this is great i've learned a lot of different skill sets but uh, maybe i'm interested in something else um it i wanted maybe to explore the field a bit more so i then thought oh marketing marketing could be really good for me um it's more kind of creative, I'll have that creative outlook. um, But then no, I wasn't particularly interested in it. So now I've kind of gone back to my roots of kind of like software engineering, more in the kind of management space. So managing those kind of teams, the different sort of software engineers, architects, project managers, and all of that kind of stuff. And that, that kind of feels like it's fit with me. So it's definitely like you may just apply for a particular role, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're set in that. It's once you get there you can then kind of have those conversations because they'll understand and be empathetic with um in the position that you're essentially in like you are new you are sort of learning in most cases a lot of people like 99 percent of the times they'll land in a job and they will absolutely love it they'll give them the right amount of support but if it's actually it, what I'm trying to say is just because you've picked a particular sort of route it doesn't mean you're kind of set and would you agree with that Louis?
0: Yeah, I would. And like you said, because you've got exposure to all those people around you, like, for example, like where we we were and how our company, well, the company I used to work for, but would operate, you would have different people from different areas. So you would have like business people, you would have techie people, you would have managerial people, but you're exposed to that for so long during it you could understand and be like, hey, look, maybe the actual tech side isn't for me. Let me try and move into the uh, managerial one. But you could still be doing that whilst you're doing your degree apprenticeship. So you have that ability to like, not shift career, but I mean, you technically could, but you have the ability to move around. Whereas if you went for a degree and then you went to get a a job afterwards, it's like, oh, I think I want to be a software engineer, go do a software engineer, And you might be like three months into like, nah, this isn't for me. Um, You don't really get that sort of flexibility um Uh, yeah it's worth noting as well it's
1: this is across all of the kind of um the work industry now is a lot of things are changing um it used to be that you go into a job you spend 30 40 years at that job and you retire but now we're actually making more kind of sideways moves or deciding what works for me and there's a fantastic author called helen tupper who's wrote a book called squiggly careers and she's basically saying that we're, we're moving into a new kind of generation where we're not just going to be set in one job anymore. It's about moving around, exploring what kind of works for you, what you're interested in. And yeah, you may have kind of spent a few years doing that, but it might be actually, I now want to take a sideways step and change the direction of my career. And um, a lot more companies, a lot more welcoming to that idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean to wrap up like this whole podcast, um, i feel like a degree apprenticeship gives you the ability to have flexibility into what you want like like a career is a career because it's not a i'm a choose to do this and this is done like it's not like you turn up to day one there's your career done i mean for some people it could be like you you might find like a really good job that you're just very happy with and you don't want to change but for some people like me and you like we're very eager to learn we're very eager to develop we're very eager to just keep going and see how far we can push these boundaries like there's no like there's no limit like we can't see the sky because there is no ceiling so to speak um and i I feel like a degree apprenticeship in a nutshell like to to whoever's listening again like i said like it would be the person who might be choosing a degree apprenticeship like maybe you know of some you got like nieces nephews cousins uh friends like maybe you're aunt's uncle like you're the aunt or the uncle or whatever or you they maybe they're your kids for example um it's definitely something that that should be considered and i feel i i would like to hope that our experiences and like explanations of it and like how we kind of approached it and what it's allowed us to achieve so to speak would speak for itself um yeah definitely um yeah just
1: to wrap things up for me then as well so i would never look back from the fact that I chose a degree apprenticeship I'm buzzing with the idea of that I made the decision to do it in the first place I've got six years experience Um, I, I focus on myself I've now got obviously savings in my savings account I've got investments and stuff and starting to generate my own money which is amazing and I get paid more than any teacher that ever taught me so for me personally I made the right decision but again it's the decision that you make which is important
0: Agreed. And uh, on that bombshell, this has been School Didn't Teach You uh, with Shane and Louie and we we discussed in episode three why we chose degree apprenticeships to kickstart our career. Uh, We'll catch you next time. Cheers.